0: With only 25 shows, we have rebranded the 15 Minutes of Giving No Fucks podcast into the new Attentive While Oblivious podcast. We felt that it gives the show a broader appeal with a more positive vibe. Don't get it twisted. The show is still the same as our Divorce Devil podcast. Funny, witty, in-your-face, crazy, entertaining, innovative, and sometimes out of control. The show's premise has not changed and the goal is still the same. This special podcast is one that is not in the business of making you not care about things, but getting you to take a step back and articulate to yourself what is important and what matters in your life. You still attentively care and are aware of everything, but the oblivious side allows you to organize your life while pushing the fluff aside. That's what everybody wants in life. Less chaos. Every podcast will feature my co-host or a special guest, usually a friend of mine. We will discuss how the art of being attentive while oblivious is incorporated into their daily life. We realize the struggle is real.
1: We start again. (laughs) Welcome, everybody out there to... (laughs) Attentive while oblivious... Podcast. This is the new and improved. David sent renamed. me the title today,
2: and I didn't know what any of the words meant. It's From fifteen easy. minutes of
1: not giving a fuck podcast to attentive, Tell wild, Tell if you like
2: oblivious. the new title because I'm thinking it should be like unfiltered and, and attentive,
1: wild, oblivious podcast.
2: Because I'm not oblivious. I'm oh
1: no, you all. Oh, oh, oh <laughs> my God! And Look at I- my face. <laughs>
2: I yes. might be. I might be.
1: So today we're talking about where is it? Da, 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 da. Da,
2: da, da.
1: Oh, tips and methods of how not to let the shitty choices of and or decisions made by others affect you in your daily life. So Rachel's kinda had a hard day today. I'm not gonna get into specifics, but she's gonna just te- let's let's start with people driving slow in the left lane. Oh, hit it hit it hard, babe. Dude, Ow.
2: I'm sorry. But if you are in the left lane and there is no one in front of you and you are going slower than the cars that are behind you, you're going to get hit. You need to move the fuck over. Get yourself out of the lane. Get yourself to the middle. Even if you don't want to be in the driving Miss Daisy lane, get yourself out of the left lane because people's got places to go. And if they get a ticket because they pass you, that's on them. But we are taking the risk of getting a ticket by being in the left lane. Because we got places to go, we don't want to read your bumper sticker again that says "I'm an a- I'm a dumbass." That's literally what you're you you're, you're yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i
1: was gonna let you just just go. Yeah, that makes me mad. So so, what are some of the tips? So how do you handle handle that? Someone's at the left lane. Eventually, you gotta let it go.
2: I feel like every day, even if I'm not in my fucking car, people are in my left lane. I feel like they're in my left lane just trying to piss me off. And sometimes I get some road rage and sometimes you're like, you know what? Maybe I'll get in the middle and pass them from the right and then flip them off. Maybe so, I will
1: So does that help? Mi- so is that a good method to do? No, we don't we don't recommend Maybe that Maybe I'll listeners. get
2: in the middle lane, go past them in the left lane and then slow down. To the point where I'm annoying.
1: But we don't recommend that either. That's no. called road rage. Yeah, it you is. You just have to let it go. And I, for,
2: I forget that the, all the people here have guns in their car because you've yes. got concealed cap. Oh,
1: man, that's crazy out there. So man, I should don't probably do, do better. Stuff.
2: Like, I'm literally driving East Coast style in the wild, wild West that has fucking orange flower cones everywhere. They're down to one lane. And now you can't even know what is a left lane because... Every fucking road is being constructed. I swear to God, <laughs> I was on a road yesterday trying to get myself some cupcakes for my son's birthday and I got car sick driving because the road is like a fucking roller coaster up and down, up and down, up and down. You know what I'm talking about on Academy?
1: Yes. Uh-huh.
2: It's like, uh, uh, uh-huh, like I yes. think I just got car sick and I'm driving. That don't usually happen.
1: So so how do you prevent all this from happening? What are what are some of the tips and methods to You move out of the fucking
2: state? (laughs) (laughs) Every fucking road that I drive on in Colorado is being constructed at some point and it there's never anybody around working. I don't know where the hell they are. I don't being married to someone who was in construction for a long time.
1: Now that Rachel is taking out the trash. We're going to listen to some of the tips and methods that she uses to calm her ass down.
2: My podcasting, my podcasting, <laughs>
1: podcasting coming because apparently podcast every every Thursday. Oh my god, what the fuck? Okay, right. David, you
2: need to take some over because I'm gonna I need to have some Gatorade.
1: Yeah, yeah. So it's a it's a part of the lack of respect thing again. Mm. You know, the uh, work ethic, lack of respect. Mm. Um, um, it, it's almost like it's the same thing as having a friend, and and their political religious views are different than yours. And mm-hmm. but you still want to say friends. So even though you don't agree with that person, or you don't agree with that person being in your left let lane, it Let it go let it go, let it go. I can't because the odds, that. the odds of you getting to where you want to go quicker because you're in the left lane. Oh, mm. uh, yeah. So the odds of you getting there quicker because you want to be in the left lane, are kind of kind of nil.
2: The odds of me crashing into someone because yeah. I'm fucking pissed off and they slam on their brakes mm-hmm. are probably really good, yeah. but...
1: But what does that help? Nothing. There you go.
2: And I try to work on it, but you know what's funny? The person that also drives in the car has never had a day of road rage until he met me, and now he's like flipping people off. I'm like, ooh, <laughs> I'm a bad influence.
1: <laughs> You're a bad influence. Um, <laughs> Maybe we shouldn't have you on the show. <laughs>
2: <laughs> don't listen to Rachel. She's just let out don't, of the. She literally was just at, let out of the psych ward, and it's called elementary school. Um, no, I think I think we were discussing this. I
1: were, oh shit, I didn't hit it. That's okay. I, I got to be recorded here.
2: Oh my freaking god! David. I got to be recorded here. It was really good because I was really angry. It's all right. But now I feel calm because I'm here and I'm talking about it and I'm releasing it. I think that's one of the big things I've learned since you know my life has changed a little bit and.
1: So, it's, do you think you're more patient or less patient after getting divorced?
2: I think I learned my patience levels where I didn't know what they were. I just explode. Now it's like, all right, have you taken all the steps to try to calm? Gotcha.
1: Then they keep going.
2: They keep going. What
1: are the steps for people to calm?
2: In your nose, out your mouth. In your nose. What? Food? Yeah, sure. Okay. Texting your some of your friends going, Is this fucking person for real? Is this person just <laughs> said that? They, this, uh, uh. You know, especially your work besties. Like when you can text them, like one of them's in a different room or something like that, or they're in the gym or whatever, and you text them like, I might throw a punch someone and then they come and rescue and give you like a Dr. Pepper or something, or they feed you, or they say, Hey, how about you go for a walk? And I'm like, Oh yeah, that's what I needed Or there there's there's some parents that each person in the in where I work that they just don't mix. So I'll call that person for one of my coworkers. Or there's a parent that I just am done, done dealing with because they don't pick their kid up for five hours when they have 105 temperature. Um, and so
1: we have somebody else call. So
2: we have someone else call and say, hey, this is blah, blah, blah. I was just wondering if you come pick up your kid today. We called you 17 times. We've reminded you. We've emailed you. We've texted you. We've done this. But um, we're well, sorry, but your, your kid's about to go to the hospital. So there's ways that you can... I think communication's thing. Like, hey, I do not know how to deal with this child. We just don't see eye to eye.
1: So, no, your con- uh, communication limits.
2: Yeah, and there's people at work that I tend to no way not want to talk to. Say isn't so, and I just be overly stupid nice, like like it, stupid I'm nice, nauseating. Like, okay, thank you. That's awesome. See you later. But in my head, it goes, I've already punched you in your throat six times, smacked you upside your head, and kicked you in the ass. Mm-hmm. But I think when you have a work ethic like I do, because I literally don't stop all day, um, when I want to be able to help people, I have to pick my battles. I have to pick how I'm going to best.
1: Pick on your battles is a good one.
2: Best help the student of the teacher, the student of the, you know, the building, the how am I going to make this an experience that I want to come back the next day, you know, and it really is like the support that I have in the school or the support I have at home, the support I have in my family, the just the different friends, all that just knowing who I can go to and who I can reach out to because they are in a similar situation or they are in a totally different career. And they're like, um, well, I had to do this and blah, 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 blah. I'm like, Okay, well, that's worse than mine. So I feel better. Thanks. And then you're either consoling that person or not. And I think you have to learn what you're willing to take and what levels of disrespect mm. you're willing to take. Because I swear to God, gosh, God, somebody, somebody, children are fucking feral. Parents are assholes and not all, not all of them, but we have lost. Apathy, we've lost empathy. We've lost any care, or We there's no respect. There is no respect in elementary schools. We have children trashing rooms, calling people names, kicking adults and going, well, she made me mad. Well, okay, I didn't, My one friend from work was like, I, growing up, did not know that asshole was an option as a child, because we were like, I can remember there'd be a class clown or someone speak out and the teacher had enough because they wouldn't sit down. But Mm -hmm. never like blatant disrespect. Never like, I'm going to trash this room because I can and there's no consequences. The consequences are parents are called. There's a phone call. There's a support call. There's this. And once they have enough compiled, we might have extra help. Once it's compiled, we might be able to get the student the help they need. And it takes a village in the school to support some children like we have.
1: Well, well, shit, we got teachers getting shot by a six year old.
2: Exactly. And so people don't feel safe in their buildings. You know, all the shit that happens comes from lack of empathy, lack of consequences, lack Lack of of whatever. And so when you deal with that day in and day out, you're like, why? Why? Why are we doing this? What is the purpose? It's going to go where every child is homeschooled. And if you don't meet the requirements as a parent, Teachers are going to be subcontractors or contracted out to families say, oh, you know what? This one's going to pay me enough to come watch their feral child. This one's (laughs) going to do this. Maybe one on one is what they need. The education system, as I see it, is in a big is in big trouble. It's in big trouble because teachers are unsafe in their own classroom. Not the students. Yes, students. There's shit happening in the world. I get it. But teachers don't feel safe in their classroom.
1: More so than the students. We, had, ch- you know. we,
2: had, we had children throwing desks, desk, like literally hulking a desk across the freaking room. Destroying full on a, a whole classroom. And not even in effective needs, not even in just like in regular mainstream class. Dang. So where's the safety for the children? Like I have a sixth grader. If that's happening in his class and he gets injured, what do I do? I have to sue someone. My child was injured because yes. he's not safe in the class because we're allowing disgruntled children and parents to run the show. So again, most of the parents I deal with are great. They so
1: maybe we should, So maybe the problem starts at home.
2: Being stuck with your family for three, two yeah. years with the COVID has really uh, even gotten worse. Helped our uh, mental health get worse. It has helped people see how terrible we are to each other so i think kindness in all of this once Tips again
1: you, once again you start again kindness
2: kindness i mean we need to get back to kindness you know you don't walk in someone else's shoes now i deal with a lot of children who are um, military i also have a, a population of children that are social economically super poor there is a my family has everything at their fingertips because they're in the military, and there's other families have no resources other than reaching out to the government who is like, well, we don't have enough food to give you. We don't have enough of this to give you. We don't have enough of that, but you can get a little bit, and then children are hungry when they're coming to school. Well, now what do we have? All kids next year are, are going to get, elementary schools are going to get free lunch, free lunch. because be, Because a majority of kids now because of COVID, people lost their jobs. They lost their, you know, two household things. How many people have lost their jobs because their kids had to be quarantined for 14 days and now we're like, ah, maybe two, three, maybe one. Maybe we don't care. Maybe it's over. So everybody's trying to figure out what the new, new normal is, because I don't think we ever really had a normal. What the new, new normal is post-COVID, back in schools, Nobody gives a shit. Nobody gives a shit about anybody else. But why not just a, a little bit of kindness goes a long way. And if, you, if you're if you kind to someone and they're disrespectful back, you know I'm not going to be kind to that person again. No. I'm going to keep my space because my mental health is just as important as everybody else's. So
1: Kindness, folks. Kind- so are you going to be kind to the guy in the left lane?
2: No. Because <laughs> I don't know him. I don't have to actually talk to him. But I can flip him off. He'll so what have about some day.
1: respect for the guy in the left lane? No. No? Damn.
2: Driving Miss Daisy belongs in the right lane.
1: Dri- driving Miss Daisy gets no, no kudos. No-, no,
2: she was mean to him anyway. So I'm figuring the person in the left lane actually doesn't give a shit about anybody else but themselves. This is their lane, and we're just going to have to live with it. Well, no, not today, son. I'm a, just a walking contradictory.
1: <laughs> God, you're all over the place. Morgan Morgan Freeman, we love you.
2: Notice how it's a Friday afternoon. Normally Ooh. it's on the Thursday. i am kind of like, well, i got one we more gotta, day. we have got to
1: start doing this on Friday because you're like off the, off the, <laughs> off the chain. Now I'm you're spent. like, Garr! it was
2: raining and it's about to snow eight inches. I do mm. not know. And it was just 85 degrees the day before. So yeah. my whole brain. Well, is like,
1: welcome to Colorado.
2: I All right, had everybody, pressure, out there, give each too.
1: other more kindness. Pa- patience. What about patience? Screw um. patience. Pa- <laughs> patience.
2: I think patience is, is a tricky thing, though, because if you have continually tried and tried and tried and tried and tried, and I'm like, now you've messed with my patience. Don't give up. I was actually patient for a long time, and now you're an asshole, so I don't really think I need to be patient. Okay. I'm always kindness. kind. Kindness.
1: Kindness I and face You haven't walked on their shoes.
2: Listen, I can get along with this these pens. I can get mm. along with them.
1: That's because they don't drive in left lane. Ah, oh, shit.
2: <laughs> Maybe it's a left-handed <laughs> pen. And I'm left-handed, so I think that's probably what the problem is. I'm a left, left main, hand and I need to be on the left side. So get out my way. You just unplugged me. Okay. Did um, you turn me off?
1: I did not.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh damn. Even the <laughs> microphone's like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> enough of you. <laughs> All
1: right, everybody. Thank you for listening to the new and improved Attentive,
2: Filtered while,
1: <laughs> Attentive while Oblivious podcast.
2: Someone's oblivious.
1: Yes. I- yeah, oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> Friday, Friday, Friday Oblivious
0: for you, sweetheart. All right, everybody. Have a nice night. Bye-bye. Love